This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, they're going to hear us, you know, when we do a film session. Um, there's stuff spliced in on what people have said, thousand percent. I don't mind, you know, conveying that. Um, we understand the respect factor for, for us in this particular game is kind of non-existent from a national perspective. So yeah, our guys are going to see it, hear it, all the way up until tip-off. Again, the, the respect that we have for Gonzaga is through the roof, but you know, we have a 40-minute game that we've got to try to figure out how we can play with them and give ourselves an opportunity. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, and Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday as we get set for the Sweet 16. And uh, you hear the voice there of Arkansas head coach Eric Musselman getting ready for their game against Gonzaga. We'll get to all the games here with Reed Wallach of BetSided in just a couple minutes, but First, let's start with the uh, Joe O survivor pool that you're in here, Reed, as we were going over some game theory in the last break. So you're still alive here. So um, so how'd you get here? What, what did you pick? Do you remember what you picked to get here? Because we were we, we did a show one. I had UConn in the first round. Boom, right yeah. out. But so yeah. how did you how'd you get here? So I did. First of all, thanks for having me on, guys. I did two entries, one with the aggressive. Let's get points. Let's go for like kind of the lower seated teams. And then the other one where it's chalky, let's survive, let's make it to the end. And now, you know, I'm in the second weekend, so I can start to game theory this out. So I have entry up. I went Baylor on the first day, Purdue on the second day, which that didn't necessarily, that wasn't maybe the wisest decision now, but then Arkansas and then Texas Tech. So I'm still alive. I think I'm in pretty decent shape. I like now I'm in the projecting out the rest of tournament field, but for tonight, I'm looking at Villanova. That seems to be, I think, the most likely path to win. And I also like the winner of Arizona-Houston to take them down potentially and you know move on to the Final Four. So Villanova for tonight. I can't give away you know the rest of it, though, because you know, I don't know who's yeah. listening to Joe. This is Joe's uh, pool, so i got to <laughs> keep a, a few things to you know close to the vest here. Yeah, you still probably have to go. I, I'm thinking it'll come down to points, come down to championship. You still probably need mm. six more wins. But the key part here is Baylor, that, that was smart. You needed North Carolina to get through there to knock out Baylor. I don't know if St. Peter's is going to get the job done for you, but you do need the Zags to win. You need Duke to win in the West region tonight. I, I, I do for this, but I actually, I, if we want to talk games, I really think Texas tech gets it done tonight. I looking yeah. back on it. That was my real big 
like I was like, oh, I should have went elsewhere uh, last Sunday because mm. I think that this is going to be a real and I don't know if it's going to be a popular pick, but I feel like this is a real inflection point for that Tech Duke matchup. I think teams are because you're thinking Gonzaga is going to go to the Final Four national championship. This is re- that's the West region's the real one that's going to mix up the the survivor pool, in my opinion. Mm. Did you? Oh, sorry, I thought maybe you had a follow up there, yeah. Joe. Did you, or you're good? No, no. Did you want to <laughs> dive more into why why you're on tech? It, uh, a lot of love in the sports betting industry in, in this spot. The lower seeded favored by a point. Yeah, I just I I've watched Duke all season. I never bought into it, and this is a matchup. I was sitting with my roommates on Selection Sunday, and I said, "Oh, that's it. That's the one. That is the Tech Duke in the Sweet Sixteen. That's the one we're looking for. That's uh, so. This has been circled on uh, my calendar for quite a bit here, and it just comes down to execution. This is a really young Duke team. I think they're the outcoached. I think Mark Adams, one of the best coaches in the country. I don't really, I know coach K is, it's his last dance, all that, but truth of the matter is he hasn't been a good coach in several years now. And I don't think he's going to have the scheme to beat this no middle defense. That is number one in adjusted defense. And I don't think Duke's defense is going to be able to handle Texas tech. They're outside the top 300 in turnover rate. And Texas Tech is used to these physical teams. They play in the Big 12, and we've seen them overachieve in this tournament. Duke played in the ACC more of a finesse conference. They were able to bully a lot of teams. And Tech is going to be ready for the challenge. They're all seniors. They're all, you know, 22, 23 years old. Duke is all 18, 19 years old. I think Tech shows up, and they're looking forward to this one. They've seen the headlines about Coach K. I think that they show up. And I think despite the whistle, Tech gets it done. I love it. It's interesting, too, um, on FanDuel, this line just flipped again. Uh, It was like Texas Tech plus half a point. Now it's back to Texas Tech minus one, which I bet it yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, Wish I had waited and got the plus half point, but hey, I still feel good about it. What other games for tonight um, do you like, Reed? Anything else that you're on? Uh, So I have an Arizona future, so I'm staying out of that one because I'm a little afraid of Houston and how they match up with Arizona size, and I'm happy to dive into that, but – I do like Villanova against Michigan. I think that this sets up similarly to the Ohio State game. I think Michigan's a little bit more talented than Ohio State, but simply put, this team just could shred Michigan in the pick and roll. Colin Gillespie, he could post up the undersize, even if Devontae Jones plays, if it's Eli Brooks. I just think that Michigan's backcourt might kill them, and Villanova just has such good shooters. Five elite shot makers across the positions. I just think they have too much for Hunter Dickinson, and best free throw shooting team in the country, so – Laying the five, it's not it, it makes me less concerned to lay the points here because you're getting a team that could just ice it at the line and you know end up winning by seven, eight points. Reed, is ten points too much for Gonzaga to lay against Arkansas? <sighs> this one I, I really don't know because it, it reeks of just Gonzaga just comes out and bludgeons them. I'm inclined to lean Arkansas because I think they match up pretty well. They could run with them, but ultimately they just can't make shots. They are a terrible three-point shooting team. I think you're going to need an out-of-body J.D. Note game, which hadn't happened in this tournament yet. He's been pretty quiet. He picked up like four offensive fouls in the New Mexico State slugfest. So maybe Arkansas, this is a game where they play free, they play loose, and they get hot from three. But I'm staying away from this game. I would say my favorite look, and I might end up playing it, first half under – I think you see maybe a little bit of a slower pace to start at the end. You see fouls come into play. But the first half under to me, I think, is the best look because, 
Again, I see Arkansas getting a few stops early, but they just can't keep up with the shooting. So, uh, again, first half under is probably my best look for that game, but I have no interest in really you know trying to step in front of Gonzaga with Arkansas. Uh, Reed, let's flip it to Friday, and we can start with the, the first tip on Friday. It's the largest point spread of the Sweet 16 round, Purdue and St. Peter's. Earlier with the Survivor, uh, you said you think you may have made a mistake with Purdue, obviously alluding to the fact that they're the biggest favorite for this round. But um, I don't know that you did. Now, I'm not saying St. Peter's is going to pull off the upset, but you know more than half the field in that Survivor pool, probably 60%, 70% is going to be on yeah. Purdue. Yeah, I, that's why I was pumped when um, I ended up taking Arkansas against New Mexico State and like the, the, project, the whole percentages came out because I saw everyone was on Murray State against St. Peter's. And I liked St. Yeah. Peter's in the game. I was like, all right, this is great. Like, I, at least I'm like, I zagged correctly. Even if I'm wrong, at least I have like the opportunity. And of course, St. Peter's got done. This is just a tough matchup for them. This is, they're outsized. They foul a ton. I think they're bottom 20 in the country in foul rate. Again, they could get hot from three and there's no coach I would love to fade in this spot the Matt Painter. It's Rick Barnes and Matt Painter. And we got Michigan last week against Rick Barnes. And now we get Matt Painter in the spot. And listen, maybe St. Peter's does it and Purdue kind of crumbles. We saw Purdue. I wouldn't say they looked that great. They went on a 20 nothing run against Texas over nine minutes, and we're still tied in the second half. They took, what, 40 more free throws? So I don't think Purdue is this juggernaut. I'm going to be looking up for – Fade Purdue in that Elite Eight matchup against either UNC or UCLA because I assume they get by them here. But no touch for me here. Maybe over with just that shooting discrepancy. That would be probably my best luck. When I look at the Friday games, uh, UNC, UCLA, it's one that I have not touched yet. Uh, do you have a good feel for that one? Oof. No. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. This, this is a tough one. <laughs> my, my gut – my gut says UCLA. I make them with Jaime Hawkes in like closer to three, three and a half. So like, again, the markets are a little bit tighter now just because it's a tournament. You know, you've seen these teams, but I do think UCLA is equipped to take advantage of UNC, make them execute in the half court. And listen, if they're going to shoot 60% from three, yeah, UNC is going to advance, but I see maybe kind of a comeback down to earth thing, but I want to wait to see Hawkes' ankle I'm probably going to wait maybe a UCLA money line play, maybe like, you know, pair them with another favorite, maybe leave an open parlay. But I like the winner of this game, though, to be Purdue and go to the Final Four. So I'm kind of going to think, because I have some time before the Friday games, got to look for some exotic ways to play the winner of this game to go to the Final Four, maybe, you know, open them up in the futures market. Reed, what do you think in Iowa State, Miami? I actually thought the number would be bigger. It's only two and a half on Miami. I, I love the way they played. I mean, that game against Auburn, and we know Auburn was kind of fading heading in, but they, they, they it was like there was no yeah. doubt. They were just the better team the whole way. And every time Auburn had one little inch to gain, Miami just took it right away from them. I like Miami in this game. What, what's your feel? Yeah, this open Sunday night, like plus one. Uh, Miami's plus one. I was all over that. I was, that, that, I was like, that's correct. That's they're going to close much closer to where it is now. Two, two and a half. And I like Miami. This and Texas Tech are probably my strongest opinions of this weekend. Again, <laughs> Iowa State, they have somewhat of a threshold of scoring. They struggle to break 60 points. And you saw them play Wisconsin. I'm a Wisconsin grad. It was ugly. That's what Iowa State is trying to do. They're trying to turn you over, make you grind this out. But Miami's top 10 in turnover percentage. So if Iowa State's not generating turnovers and Miami's able to spread you out, which they were to Auburn, they're going to score and they're going to break 70 points. They do it with regularity. So I don't see Iowa State keeping up here. I like Miami to win this one going away. I think two is still good. If you want to lay the money line, sure. I think 
Miami's offense is really, really going to cause some issues for Iowa State. Love it, love it. Uh, before we move on to the NBA and your Brooklyn Nets, anything else in college that you think is worth noting? Is there any value or any looks that you think are intriguing for Final Four, for title future still, uh, most outstanding player, anything there? Because that, that's what was interesting when we were going over it the other day, that it doesn't seem like you lost a lot of value as far as uh, most outstanding player stuff. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I one player that sticks out to me, and it's because he's healthy now, and I think he's a little undervalued. Kansas has a walk in the park to the Final Four, right? They should. They are the easy play. I actually, I kind of want to play against it, but if we're looking in the futures market, Remy Martin is fully healthy and playing the best basketball of yeah. his of the the season. Obviously, he's been in and out of the lineup and stuff, but point guards get the ball all the time in college basketball. They are sub, like. They dominate the game. You see lower possessions. Not like the NBA where, like, the star player, Ochea Baji kind of dominates. Remy Martin, and even if you want to add Christian Braun, because I'm a Christian Braun fan, I always like his game. If Kansas is going to go to the Final Four and you see that top half, that uh, South region, Nova, Houston, Arizona, those are three true national title contenders. Where they beat up on each other? And Kansas just walks into that national title game. Remy Martin, I think, is – underpriced in this market will he win maybe not but as a long shot he's a guy i'm keying in on because he's playing some great basketball right now all right let's talk about your brooklyn nets how happy were you when you got the news Kyrie can now join his team and play at home yeah um again i don't want to get into the the politics of it all what it should have been i'm just i'm truly thankful that we are at a point where this is we are allowed to we are allowed to and capable of doing this in spite of Kyrie's decision not to get vaccinated i don't agree with that necessarily but i'm happy that this is a safe decision to make that being said let's go it's time it's go time let's go get a ring i think that this eastern conference is wide open I think that you're looking at a five-team race. I think the bracket's going to show a lot. Um, everyone's kind of jumbled up. The Nets play Miami this weekend. That will be telling. Of course, it's not going to be an easy road. But, again, now having Kyrie available for potentially all seven games, I think the Nets are right in that mix. I, I think a title is very much in play here. Reed, are you? what was your reaction to how this all went down? Because it seems like this – it's the Yankees that got this change, right? Like baseball is everything in New York. This wasn't changing, right? It wasn't changing for weeks. Unless we kept waiting. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it was like, wait, Aaron judge. He seemed to be the, the name, the face of this. Maybe Anthony Rizzo couldn't play opening day. And I was like, Oh, we got to change room. I and the Nets really, and Kyrie benefited from baseball starting here. Yeah, no, absolutely. It, it did. It seemed pretty, uh, you know, doom and gloom for a little bit there with uh, Kyrie's vaccination and baseball changes and, you know, maybe there are some donations placed to cer- some certain people. And again, I'm not speculating, but, you know, there's some interesting <laughs> reporting. Here, but listen, listen, I, again, this, the, as someone who lives in New York City, this has been a long time coming. And I'm just happy that mm-hmm. circumstances changed to uh, get Kyrie on the floor for all the home games. Over, under, number of times in the NBA playoffs, at Reek Wallach tweets out, Barclays Center, I'm inside of you. 
Well, so I have to do the math real quick, but as many home games as possible, I will be at every single one, of course. Wouldn't miss it for the world. And hopefully there's as many as possible because the Nets will hopefully be in the finals and we, you know, make up for what we lost last year. So over under, we'll say like, what is that, 10 and a half, 11 and a half? <laughs> a a lot of futures, a lot of Nets futures. Oh, come on. You know, we were wrapped up. The second we traded hard and we got back in, we were all tied up in Nets futures. And I listen, I think that they're as live as any other team. I don't think any team in the East is as more likely than the other. I think the bracket is going to show a lot, which is still very much up in the air. Are we just ruling out Ben Simmons at this point? Not going to play with now epidural in his back? I have ruled him out. I personally have ruled him out. The Nets could say all they want. I have begun to think, how can we get a title? And Ben Simmons comes and plays and plays some defense. That's great because the Nets need help there. But I'm not expecting it. I'm, I'm cool if it's the roster we have on the floor right now. Yeah, I think that's probably the best way to look at it. I, I, I doubt he's going to play. We'll see. But the Nets, they're live because Kyrie can play in home games. Reed, we appreciate it. Reed Wallach on the Roman guest line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ADL from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQLNow to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. Lightning bets next on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.